Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lewis and Megan there. Hey now. <laughs> yeah. That's right, folks. And I was hanging out by the window, watching those chemtrails fly over. It's beautiful. You know, the synchronicity of it all. It's incredible. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, man. Good choice. A little BTO. Hell yeah, man. No, wait, Bach, BTO. yeah. Bachman Turner Overdrive. That's right. With the uh, little T- TCB from BTO. That's right, dude. <laughs> what a rockin' jam, dude. Yeah. yeah and, uh... Definitely on my running uh, playlist that I have on my MP3 player that I've been running with lately. Oh, how are you liking it? Still good? Absolutely love it. I picked out some jams from my playlist that I had on Spotify, and I uh, purchased a few tunes over there on the iTunes. I'm not a really big fan of it, but I just got a few of them. Oh, you could get it from iTunes onto your iTunes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you just transfer the file over. It's fantastic. That's what I've been trying to find, one that I could use my iTunes It's the SanDisk MP3 player. They're $30 on Amazon. SanDisk. Man, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Dude, it's lightweight. It's like air connected to my pocket. It has the clip. I clip it to, uh, you know, the running uh, shorts that I got, and I'm just free, man. It's incredible. And I've been leaving the house a lot with my phone uh, at home. I just haven't been taking it with me. Uh, Very liberating, I have to say. Uh, I have to, you know, I've had to adapt a lot. You know, kind of like um, telling somebody, uh, you know, I've been forgetting to tell people, like, oh, if we get lost, I'll meet you here in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to remember to do that. You're, you're no longer a cell phone call away or a text away, right? So you have to be like, well, if you don't, if we get separated, I'll see you here. <laughs> That's, <laughs> it's kind of nice. It's kind of a nice feeling. But, uh, yeah. dude, going on the run with, uh, without that heavy phone weighing me down and feeling all that 5G microwave energy just frying my cells, like, it's really nice, dude. I even got the clip. You know, I have the uh, headphones that just have the wire now. I'm not doing the, fi- or the uh, Bluetooth stuff to fry my brain, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to get... No, a- you got to have Bluetooth. I'm trying to get away from all the waves of stuff just permeating through my body. Well, you kind of sound like a pussy, but the Bluetooth is way better than having that wire jingling everywhere. No, you know, it's it's underneath the shirt, and it's uh, it works. I, I have no problem with it, man. God. Yeah, Get dude. Out of here. No, does, that, does that thing have, is it capable of doing Bluetooth? I think so, but I, dude, I'm going analog, man. I'm telling you, that's a... Uh... Kind of my yeah. What do you think's pumping through your ears with those headphones? Well, it's the music through the MP3 player, but I I'm not beaming, I'm not streaming anything anymore, and I like it. I got what's I got the, the difference f- between the sound waves and the Bluetooth wave? Well, it's uh, traveling through the wire versus through the air, so I'm getting full sound. I like the full sound effect. I feel like I'm hearing more of the songs actually. <laughs> I think you're losing you're losing quality in the music when you're doing the beaming and the streaming. Uh. And and all around, I'm just telling you, I got the wire connection. I'm doing the downloaded file. Uh, it's just sound quality wise far superior. The experience is just way more enjoyable. It's incredible. Mm. I really i I recommend it for everyone. And here's another thing that I was thinking about too. Like uh, I've been leaving the phone in front of the you know, we got the smart TV. Everyone's TVs are smart TVs now. And so we got the smart TV, and I've been turning the smart TV on, 
and then I leave my smartphone in front of the smart TV. So the government thinks I'm just sitting there all day long watching TV. <laughs> right? Oh, dude, did I tell you about the uh, <laughs> cl- climbing the ladder for two days? No. <laughs> man, I was rough, doing this man. job. Yeah. I was doing this job, like, for two days. I was, like, the gopher because the one guy was, like, all slung up, like, practically hanging off the roof. So... And you had to cl- go up three flights of stairs to the ladder, and then it was like a 30-foot ladder climb. Oh, man. You know? Yeah. And uh, straight up. And then after two days, I go on my phone. I, went, I forgot what I was looking at on, uh, I went to go look at it on Amazon, but everything was like climbing harnesses, climbing gear, That's right, ropes. dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we probably just noticed the, like, the altitude change and everything, you know? Like, I knew it was climbing ladders. It's watching you, man. There's cameras everywhere. It knows exactly what you're up to. So I figured if I just leave my phone in front of the TV all the time, my phone and and the algorithm and the AI machine, it just thinks I'm a dude sitting on my ass all day long watching ESPN. Oh, you probably get a lot of, like, Doritos ads. (laughs) Oreos. (laughs) I'm getting lazy man ads all the time. It's fantastic. You send them that double stuff, Dad. <laughs> you know, seat cushions, new lazy boys, you know. <laughs> Couch reupholstery. <laughs> That's right, dude. You know, things to, things to really work out that ass groove you've p- put in place there. <laughs> it's really it's funny, though. My phone, well, I told you this when we were in Baltimore. I left my phone in the hotel while we were gone every day. And so our neighbors, who, you know, I, were the type of uh, the demographic that is there in Baltimore, they, I, I started getting advertisements on my phone for, like, leggings for black women, for, like, large black women. Like, <laughs> all my stuff was geared towards, like, black women. It was really funny. You know, Hair like, extensions. my phone forgot who I was. Or, like, I was, it was thrown <laughs> for a loop, dude, because it was hearing all the conversations and everything with the women and, and around us and, you know, in the hotel and stuff. And it's, uh, oh, it it's assumes you go there to fuck hookers. Yeah, it's one of those hotels, definitely. So yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was hooker geared, no doubt about it. <laughs> no, your phone thinks you're dirty. Yeah, my phone doesn't know what to think about me, man. I'm always logged into CNN and Dave Muir. And uh, democracy now, you know, and I'm constantly not moving. I'm always in front of my TV. This thing doesn't know what I'm up to. Except when you go meet hookers. Yes, except for when I fly out to Baltimore. I go to Baltimore to meet black hookers. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Oh, man. Well, it's uh, it's good to keep these phones guessing, dude. We don't want them knowing too much about us. We actually, I think everybody should try to put a little effort into making your phone think the opposite of you, right? Just throw it for a loop. Search things randomly that you would never normally search, you know? Yeah, I forgot what that guy's name was, but he got uh, he got sued by Google Maps because he kept, uh, he would, like, get a bunch of phones, put them in a, a wagon, and then just walk a wagon next to a highway. That's right, man. Then, yes. And then it would make it look like it was a traffic jam on the highway. Dude, and you've piqued my interest with the whole don't use Google Maps or any of the maps ways anything because they are almost designed to force you into traffic. And yeah. I uh, took a peek the other day. Something was going on downtown. I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't take my normal route. And I just took a look at the routes there. And 
the route I normally take had red and it said 40 minutes. The other routes were 45 minutes. Everything was crazy. And I just decided, whatever, I'm going to take my normal route. I breezed through it and got home in about 32 minutes. It was incredible. <laughs> there was no traffic. But there were, yeah. there were spots where people just weren't moving, and if you know the right lanes to pick, you can maneuver around those spots and bypass a lot of retarded traffic. And so I started thinking, like, well, you know, these Google Maps, right, they're based on the information in real time, right, being beamed from everyone's phones that have Google Maps, and they're using that data and generalizing and getting the average time it's taking these people to get to their destination or travel down that road. So really, it's saying 40 minutes because it's tracking a bunch of retards not even moving. And then every yeah. once in a while, there's a guy like me beaming around them and getting home in 30 minutes. <laughs> but on the average, on the average, these suckers are taking like a half, you know, an hour to get home. Yeah, good call. So the average is always messed up because you're kind of dealing with a bunch of retards on the road. Especially, this may be, you know, maybe Denver-centric. But, you know, I... I well, no, because I, I think it was... Uh, I think the cities are making them do it. Because it used to be you could, you could hit Waze. And then Waze would take you on a side street all the way home. Oh, yeah. You know? Not anymore. Now it's everybody puts you on the highway. They, you have to go into the highway. And I think they probably... I don't know. Well, I don't know about other cities, but I know Chicago. All the side streets that used to be good, they now have stop signs at every block and speed bumps. Yes, man. They they know that the people people start to figure out the way to go, and then those roads without the you know the long stretches that go along the highways that there's no light or stop sign, people just crush those lanes and you know bypass all the traffic. The city eventually figures it out, and they put a bunch of blocks, blockades, if you will. And mess with us. <laughs> the one way I take after class, I literally just blow by all the traffic turning left, and then I take a U-turn at a spot with a sign that says no U-turn. Oh, nice. And, and I'm yeah. always waiting in line to take the U-turn <laughs> and then cut the, all those people off and turn right in front of them <laughs> to get onto the ramp for the highway. <laughs> and, then, and then now it's so bad, this one shoulder just became another lane. Everybody just uses it. Well, you see, folks, it's true. Rules were meant to be broken. <laughs> and that's how it works on the road, man. You know, there's... Oh, don't get on that shoulder, get nervous, stop, and put your turn signal on, and you're going to go into the right lane. Get the fuck out. Dude, we all will just rip into our horns. Go. Yeah, man. I, I think uh, when I look at traffic restrictions... I think of them merely as suggestions for uh, everybody who doesn't know how to drive in the area. But, but if you know how to drive in the area, you know how to drive in the area. Go at it, my friend. But if you're out of town or you're new to the, to the zone here, please follow these directions. Yeah. And that's kind of how traffic does work. You know, you, everybody who's used to the routine of driving through certain parts of the city know the spots that they could take advantage of the traffic that doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, that's true. So that's kind of nice, right? Uh, I when, hate the city. Yeah, <laughs> city living, man. It's rough, dude. And, you know, on, honestly, traffic is rough in general, and there's traffic jams not just in the major cities, but even down in the Panama Canal. 
American consumers, oh, they could soon see higher prices on many of the things we buy, due in part to major shipping delays over at the Panama Canal. ABC's Alexis Christophorus is here now to explain that backlog. Good morning. Didn't we do this story like two years yeah. ago? <laughs> Are we on a repeat? That was the Suez. They did a refresh, changed the country. <laughs> refresh? We got a refresh to be fresh here, people. Uh, look, uh... Remember, the, remember that six months nobody blamed Joe Biden for high prices? They blamed the Suez Canal? <laughs> That's right, dude. Yeah, Let's do that again in Panama. Yes, everything's about to get really expensive, so let's blame Panama. This is genius. <laughs> Absolutely genius. Good morning. We're heading into election. We've got to blame something. Geo, this is fresh evidence of the impact climate change is having on global business oh, and climate trade. change. Oh, it's my fault. <laughs> I drive a van. That's why you got to get rid of your gas stove, all right? Get rid of your gas stove. We could save the Panama Canal, and uh, you can get cheaper goods. Do you see how it works? I love, uh, yeah, I love it. It's in desperate need of water. The canal is going through its driest spell in more than a century. Wait, I thought you guys had too much water. Were the ice caps melting? We have had unprecedented, record-breaking rain in Colorado. We ended a drought, a hundred-year drought. It's over. Yeah. That's how much rain we've you had. St you stole Panama's water, Frank. <laughs> well, Jesus yeah, Christ. that's right. Well, we've been doing a lot of chemtrailing. I mean, they're doing it right now. It's incredible. They, they're just All right, Bill Gates, divert those planes. <laughs> That's right, dude. Can you send some of your chemtrailing minions down to Panama? Free up some of these ships? Higher temperatures and less rain. The drought is squeezing global supply chains, and that could mean higher prices and less choice for consumers just in time for the holidays. The lack of... Folks, this is bullshit. They're just coming up with an excuse because everything's about to be outrageously overpriced. The economy is about to crash. The markets are about to crash. They always do in October. And everyone's about to get fired. There's going to be no money for anybody. It's going to be a good time to be a plumber. It'll be a great time to be an essential worker because they're going to bring back COVID, lockdowns, masks. It'll be <laughs> wonderful. The rest of us can go back to early retirement. We'll all get those checks from the government. It'll be beautiful. Right. Rain is forcing the waterways authorities to reduce the number of ships passing through the canal. Those that do must carry less cargo to conserve water. The result, a major traffic jam. More than 200 ships are currently waiting to cross the canal, much more than the usual 90 vessels. And the wait time to get through, now up to three weeks. That's delaying tens of billions what? of dollars in goods, everything from oil and gas to furniture and appliances. 40% of all U.S. container traffic flows through the Panama Canal. If the drought and the delays continue, experts tell us they could spark another surge in inflation just as consumer prices are starting to cool. Guys, well, no at what point is it just faster to go around South America? Yeah, come on. Seriously, dude? They're, they're blaming climate change for everything going up in price? Not enough water. Don't they use seawater in the canal? Or no, is that fresh water? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. What? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. It's obvious yeah. that the economy is tanking, and they're just they're just tossing up. It's dartboard time, right? They're just throwing <laughs> throwing darts at the board, and whatever sticks. That sounds good. Yeah. Alec like Baldwin didn't work. We <laughs> got Panama right. Canal. Yeah. We haven't done we haven't done a blockage in one of the canals that nobody's heard of, right? Let's do Panama. Nobody nobody thinks about Panama anymore. We'll do if a you Panama live in a canal. small town with a railroad, be careful. There's about to be another derailment. Wow, man. Oh, dude, we are due for another Pete Buttigieg classic.
Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Giant. Juicy Smoulet, do not go buy any tuna sandwiches late <laughs> at night. <laughs> oh, man, this is incredible stuff. I I just like the whole excuse that, oh, you know, we're going to, you know. We're we're gonna make everything really expensive because of Panama, and it has nothing to do with these outrageous decisions we've made here in this country. <laughs> nothing to do with that. No, no, no. It's Panama. <laughs> nothing to do with the fact that we have a very corrupt president who's pretty much owned by the foreign uh, foreign enemies. Dude, gas is back up over four bucks now here in Colorado. I don't know how it is there yeah. in the shy town. Oh, four four twenty, dude. My favorite number, no doubt about it. <laughs> hey yo, light it up, yeah. folks. But, uh, dude, we're back to shitty gas prices. I'm assuming everything, because of the high gas prices, will go back up in price, uh, just like it did before. Uh, Bad news for this Biden administration heading into a midterm, or I'm sorry, an election where he doesn't even have, like, an election team. He's not even running. The dude hasn't done anything. What are you talking about? They're running by going after Trump. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? He put all his effort into making his DOJ indict Trump for 91 felonies, Frank. <laughs> Judge me by the alternative, not the almighty. Ah, uh, yes, sir, of course. And I was just reading this morning over on NPR. They were talking about how essentially, and this was an opinion piece, I believe, but the, the deal is right now, they don't see how it's even possible Trump can run a campaign while simultaneously being charged and indicted for four different <laughs> crimes. It's just, it's monumental and too extreme. He just simply can't run for president, you know, because he's going to all these court cases. It's crazy. Yeah, it's almost like it was a witch hunt to get him to not run. That's right, dude. It's almost... I mean, what do you get? It's yeah. it's a circus, and yeah, dude. You know, I, I did hear that. Uh, I think it was that Mike Baker guy. I don't remember. They said one one of the reasons, the biggest reason they don't like him, the reason they love Biden and they hate uh, Trump, is because he kind of brought a little bit of power back to the presidency, because he was so popular, he was able to do things that the other guys, you know, couldn't. Well. Take a look at the previous presidencies. There's a pretty common, you know, common thread throughout them. We were essentially rolling through a Bush dynasty for many decades. And, yeah. you know, and that's including the Clintons and that's including Biden because who was Biden's secretary of state? Clinton. I mean, <laughs> you know, like this is it was the same group running this country for like 40 50 years there and then all of a sudden trump shocked the system snuck in honestly Brought in like exxon ceos and fucking- <laughs> yes and do not be mistaken for a second trump was chosen to be the opponent by the clinton bush machine they wanted this yes. guy as their opponent they believed it was the easiest victory possible and like i said it shocked the system it was an un it was an underdog story in the truest, man. The guy should not have won, and I didn't vote for the guy, no doubt. I don't even think I voted in that election, I'll be totally honest. <laughs> oh, man, I voted third party. Oh, maybe. Is that Ralph? Ni- no, uh, who was a uh, Ron Johnson. I wrote, I voted for Ron Johnson maybe that year. I don't think it was Ron Johnson. Gary Johnson? Gary Johnson. Yeah, because that was when I saw... 
I had a buddy take me to go see Gary Johnson speak over in Boulder. He spoke at uh, the CU like convention center there. Uh, very interesting uh, conversation. Um, he kind of opened up my eyes to... You know, the two-party system, uh, you know, libertarian views, which I it was kind of new to me at the time, and I got really down and into it. This is like probably 2014, 2015, before he really threw his hat big time into uh, that election. And then, uh, after his speech, he took us all out for tacos down the street. It was fantastic. <laughs> I had a taco with Gary Johnson. Did he know you were from Chicago? That's all it takes to win my vote, buddy. <laughs> But whoever buys me tacos first. Here's the thing about Gary Johnson, too. Kind of a sweaty fella in a hurry, ill-fitting, oversized suit. You know, he, he was really, he had that kind of like used car salesman vibe to him. And the, you could say that about Ralph Nader and pretty much any other third-party candidate they toss out there. Except for, what was her name, Jill Stein was the last one, I think. Uh, isn't that the libertarian in the previous ticket? No, no, Jill Stein, I think she was the Green Party. Green Party. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. All right. So you know they're they're all they get mixed up. No nobody. Uh, they never throw out a valid good third party dude that I would want to vote for. Yeah, that's the problem with the third parties. You're you're throwing away your vote. That's what you're doing. Yeah, it's and, never and even you don't really want that person. You just don't want to vote for the other guys. Well, you know, in this modern era of mail-in votes and 2,000 mules and Dinesh D'Souza, like, does your vote even matter? Like, it, you know, maybe no. we're throwing away our votes anyways, right? The fact that they only give you a choice between two people, your vote doesn't matter. Yeah, you're gonna, no matter what, we're gonna have stroked out brain-dead victims <laughs> in the Senate on both sides, and you can't do anything about it. I mean, when they put out polls that 75% of Americans don't want Trump and Biden, and then that, but that's what we're going to have. That yeah, just man. shows you. How messed up is that? Yes. No control. Yes, dude. How you messed know? up is that? The polls are insane. These are Democrat-run polls. They're showing it on NBC. and you know, like, these, are, these are people saying on both sides, can we just get somebody new? Somebody yeah, different. Both sides. Both sides. We need a refresh to be fresh here. Like the seriously, age limits. Let's cut off the group. If you're over sixty-five, I'm sorry, you're out. You had your chance. It's not even the age, dude. Okay, they're gonna debate. Let's say they debate Biden Trump debate. What the whole debate is gonna be? Biden talking about his four indictments, ninety-one felonies, <laughs> and right. then. Trump is going to not stop talking about your son, Hunter, Hunter and his <laughs> crime family. So, okay, okay, so uh, nobody's going to talk about what's going on in Ukraine. Nobody's going to talk about the fact that we're still fighting in the Middle East. You know what I mean? Like, wh- I don't know. The only, we're just going to talk um, about the corrupt well, families. There is an interesting aspect to seeing a Biden-Bush, or I'm sorry, Biden-Trump uh, debate is in the last ones, Trump said something quite prophetic in as far as where the you know what direction the country would head in 
And he, he essentially said, like, he's going to send this country into a depression, the likes of which we have never seen. Yeah. And, I, you know, the writing seems a bit on the wall, you know. They, <laughs> they're delaying it. It seems inevitable, but, man, the market has just got to crash, right? And it's inflated on... It's a house of cards, right? Like, it's total nonsense that the that there's no money in the system. I don't think there's an economy happening. I take a look around here in Denver. The economy is not happening. They're not fixing no. anything. They're not updating people, anything. Nothing's being changed or improved. But people are just getting more and more frugal. They're, they're saving their money. They're not going out as much. There's just no uh, yeah. advancements. It, it seems very stale economically here. And I know we were in Florida earlier in the year. It was shocking to see the movement of material, the manpower and machinery. They get to reset every 10 years. They get to reset every 10 years. That's not fair. (laughs) That's right. Well, Hurricane comes through. You got no choice. Rebuild it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. All right, yeah. Denver doesn't really get that action. We we get the fires, which we couldn't get this year because there's been uh, too much rain. So we're getting the flooding. Right, and did you see uh, uh, what's happening in California? They're about to get their first <laughs> hurricane in like a hundred years. Dude, it's not even a hurricane; it's a tropical storm. Well, they're obsessed with it, dude. It was all over I, CNN. I, 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 <laughs> it was just on CNN. I was watching yes. it. Looking at it. They're, they won't let it go. It's a Category One tropical <laughs> storm. To get the like, how desperate are you guys? Well, they have the harp machine technology. At, at some point, they're not going to be able to take it anymore. They're just going to create some massive superstorm, and it's going to wipe out like an entire state. They need it. They they just can't keep doing this. They I think they're 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 not putting enough juice behind the mechanisms. Well, they can't. All those electric vehicles—they're sucking up all the juice from the grid. <laughs> That's right. They're charging up too many Teslas, man. <laughs> they fucked themselves on this one. We got too many electric stoves around the country. We got to go back. Everybody, get a gas stove. Gas. Did you did you hear about that fire in Hawaii? What caused it? Okay, so uh, according to sources, the fire was downed power lines. Downed power lines. That were like way outdated and old and everything. And why weren't they updated? Because the company chose to instead spend the money on making more green decisions. Well, they are going to be a smart city. That was the plan. They were going to be America's first smart city. And it kind of seems like they needed a bit of a restart or a refresh to be fresh. Uh, you know, they had to kind of. Maybe um, etch a sketch, right? You shake it all away, and then you can draw again. Oh, good call. They did have to get rid of these people because now a lot of these people they're getting offers for like a million dollars for an empty piece of land. So you, why wouldn't you take it? BlackRock rolls in. Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey. I'm sure Bono's involved in some weird way. Everyone's gonna buy up land. Oprah Winfrey has a eight eight hundred acres in Hawaii. Yeah, it's kind of insane, dude. I didn't even know there was eight hundred acres. It's a small volcano. Like what? You know, Oprah. If to me, she's gotta be up in that Jeffrey Epstein trafficking gig, right? Yeah, but nobody cares when you fuck a boy, if you're a chick. This is very true. Whenever you see the student dude who's like 13, who's been banging the hot teacher, it's kind of a collective nice. 
Nice. Yeah, nobody cares. Now, if an old dude fucks that young 13-year-old boy, that's disgusting. We got to burn him at the stake, man. Yes. You scarred that boy for life. How dare you? Castrate that devil. (laughs) Put the chick, the hot chick teacher, 13-year-old boy, right? Like, you know, kind of every 13-year-old boy's dream. Fantasy. (laughs) I wish every teacher would have fucked me. Come on, dude. Mrs. Darcy, I know you're out there. I remember you, third grade. Oh, Mm. my God. Right? Yeah, I can't remember any of the names. I've got uh, one teacher I remember we had there in middle school. Became, or maybe it was the third grade teacher, became oh, a... Oh, Miss Miller. Yeah, she was tall, big tit. Huge We had tits. a teacher who became a lovable. She left, really? left teaching and... Miss Madsen? I think it was Miss Darcy, dude. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just telling you, we had a teacher... Somewhere along the line there. And smoking hot, babe. Uh, hot for teacher action. And she ended up leaving teaching, if I'm not mistaken, to be a lovable. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Not 100%, but kind of almost pretty sure. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a good call. Yeah, nobody ever really goes up in arms. The one with the teacher chick banging the dude always kind of pass through. Like, that's kind of a a collective, well, good for the young fella there. He's got a nice story to tell the rest of his life. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Like, <laughs> no harm, no foul. You know what I mean? Like, and do those teachers ever really go away for very long? I feel like they get kind of like a slap on the wrist usually. Yeah. There was that one dude. This was a big story, and it happened like 10 years ago, and the teacher went away for like a decade, and then they got yeah, married. think about it. Do yeah, you remember that they one? They married. They yes. had the kid. Yes, man. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler makes a movie about it. Really? He like Remember he did that movie with uh, that guy <laughs> with the big nose that always yells really loud? Uh, <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey? No, no, the young guy. Uh, oh, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, he was like a child. He, he was a kid who had sex with the teacher. The teacher goes away, and he raises the kid. All right, man. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that was an funny. Adam Sandler movie? Really? Yeah, it's a funny movie. Big yeah. Daddy. What's up? Was that Big Daddy? That's not the premise <laughs> of Big Daddy. Right? It's like almost Big Daddy. <laughs> What's that big nose guy's name? Well, there's. I mean. Uh, I don't know. We're going to enter Don Cheadle territory here with the Jews, <laughs> I feel okay, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just start naming some Jews. I'll, I'll get one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was thinking John Stewart because I was thinking Big Daddy, but, uh, you know, he, he, does it part of his usual cast of characters? I don't even know what movie you're talking about. That's what's kind of blowing my oh, mind. Okay. It's called That's My Boy. It's uh oh 2000, wow 2012 is when it came out. He, oh Adam A- Andy Sandberg, Sandberg. is the Jewish fella <laughs> I was thinking of. <laughs> this is that name, dude. Come on. <laughs> you guys see the cover, dude? It's Adam Sandler and Andy Sandberg. Like, okay, guys, little on the nose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> oh man, yes. Oh yeah, Vanilla Ice is in it. It's it's a pretty good movie. Pretty funny. I'm gonna say that I have seen That's My Boy, and I actually am kind of a a quiet closet fan of it. It's it's endearing. It's kind of really super dumb. Like they, super dumb. They yeah, have yeah, a yeah. whole shtick where they just knock people out by crashing a beer on their head. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's like their whole shtick. It's, yeah. it's like the family move. It's like their family move. Yeah, right. Uh, it's I'm trying a, to think who the chick was. She's so hot. That's a weird one. And then she's like banging her brother in the end. Spoiler alert. Uh, they they go on some weird. Ter- oh yeah, and he, it's, what's his name? He's like a really. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a strange movie. Uh, weird plot points and um. Uh, it's one of those Adam Sandler flicks where he has like uh doesn't he have like he does a weird voice kind of like in Little Nicky, like he almost has like a semi a bit. almost yeah, slightly retarded weird. and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say I actually dig on the that's my boy. Yeah, did you got throwing it out cast. there? It's pretty good. It's an outrageous cast, and uh, you know he, Adam Sandler, good catalog. I'm a fan of the Adam Sandler catalog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He makes entertaining movies. Susan Sarandon's in it. Dude, That's like, what I was thinking. But of. again, it's so dumb. Like, I don't have to think about anything. I can numb my brain for ninety minutes, and Adam Sandler is gonna be a classic Adam Sandler character. It's gonna be filled with fart jokes and poop humor, and yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what I mean? I'm gonna move through time for ninety minutes and forget about all the crap in the world. Yeah, it's it's two hours though. He went a little long. That's two hours. What's going on here, people? You're not worthy of two hours. That's why no one talks about. It. That's why it did, it's a dud, right? If he would have made that's my boy ninety minutes, it would have been a smash hit for Adam Sandler. You're right. It did go a little too long. You could have cut off that whole thing where she's fucking the brother. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That was the thirty minutes. You went too long there. <laughs> Good call. Weird stuff. Uh, yeah, I, dude. Wow, I haven't thought of That's My Boy in a long time. Uh, all right, man, that was, that was wild. Uh, this reminds me of our wild deep dive into Scent of a Woman, which was absolutely <laughs> insane. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> the high school trial is so fun. I'm still thinking about Son of a Woman. I can't get it out of my head. There's something really weird. I have weird. to watch it. Yeah, there's I have just, to watch it. That movie just doesn't make sense. How did it win an Academy Award? Uh, this is a, son, this is a hearing to see if you should be suspended for three days from class. Uh, who is this war, war veteran? <laughs> Dude, that's my boy almost makes more sense on a plot level <laughs> than Scent of a Woman. Absolutely. It's kind of crazy to think uh, about. Your Honor, this is a uh, homeless veteran that uh, I let him drive my Ferrari. What is the... Wait, he what drives the... a Ferrari blind. So that's that's my boy. Is this a... Uh, like, he doesn't he doesn't know his dad, and then his dad shows up? Is that the premise? I can't even remember now. No, no, no. They, he was born out of, you know, whatever. And then his dad just kind of raised him like a kid would raise a kid. And so right. he hated his dad. Yes, okay. Kind of just abandoned him, moved out to the city, <laughs> met a woman. That's right. Pretended like his dad was dead. <laughs> but then the dad showed up. <laughs> dude, Adam Sandler, how does he come up with this crap? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> the guy has made a fortune. 
I mean, that guy's a genius. His deal with Netflix really seems like it was a smart move, and I, I assume he, like, writes his own stuff, so he probably doesn't have to depend on the union crap. He just has his buddies in all the movies. Yeah, I mean, you look at any of the cast of those movies, they're all the same people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, with the writer strike these days, hard to put stuff together. So, you know, Adam's probably in a good boat there, I assume. And uh, speaking of uh, writing out plot lines and storylines, my man, there's this ongoing space race that we've been making fun of now for about a year, ever since the failed multiple attempts to launch Artemis off the Florida launch pad. <laughs> and then we, I think we did a circle around the moon, right? What's so crazy is we allegedly went to the moon like 70 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Played, go- played golf on the moon. Yes. Our we, grandparents played golf on the moon. We 60 can't even years ago. Fucking- we're riding dune buggies. We're racing dune buggies and playing golf on the moon 60 years ago, and now we can't even get there. And it's not just us, by the way. Uh, we made fun of America pretty hard uh, for their latest attempts to just simply get off the ground and then just you know fly around the moon for a minute. Uh, apparently, Russia now is going to the moon. Have you been uh, reading up on this action? I have not. Mike, they had their own Artemis moment. And uh, <laughs> apparently they have Kamala Harris running their program there, too. <laughs> Some breaking news into us overnight with Russia reporting its Luna 25 spacecraft has crashed into the moon. The Luna 25 was launched only 10 days ago, a mission critical to Russia and to its president, Vladimir Putin, since this was the first moon launch for them in nearly 50 years. The lunar craft was supposed to land on the moon tomorrow, but the Russian space agency says it crashed after going out of control. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to see that it's a global thing. We're all getting dumber. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> this is idiocracy, dude. Okay, none of us can do the things we, we did. Like, how did they build the pyramids? We'll never, well, we can't even get back to the moon. That's why, you know, we did that 50 years ago. We can't so. fathom that they just built the pyramids. No, man, it was space lasers and aliens, gravitational <laughs> wave beamers. But then here we are 50 years later. Can't repeat it. Can't nope. You- Dude, we can't go to the fucking moon. Can't go to the moon. My we, grandpa's dead now, so he can't tell me how to do it. We are and, becoming uh, just drooling knuckle draggers, man. This is who we are literally, now, dude. Literally. We are so dumb, man. We can fill the internet with millions of hours of pornography, but we can't go back to the moon anymore. <laughs> Some complain there's not enough. <laughs> it's too slow. It loads too slow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't jerk off to a spinning wheel. Come on. <laughs> Look, we ripped on America like, oh my God, our enemies across the seas, they're going to take advantage of us. It's all over. We can't even go back to the moon. No, they, they, we at least did a little lap around it after we failed three times to launch. They got near it and crashed right into the moon, <laughs> which we well, all know. Lying. Well, it's flat. They went right through it. Right? They went through it. <laughs> <laughs> Flat moon theory, maybe, people. Maybe they're lying, and uh, maybe they're just like, yes, it crashed. All right, so here we go. Let's really, get the, it's spying on us. Let's get the tin foil hats on. Uh, so 
don't we have eyes on the moon? Like, we know it's actually happening there. We must know that it crashed, and they probably have to admit it, right? Maybe. Or maybe we blew it up. Thank you. You're psycho, man. This is exactly where I was going with it. You notice our report was it lost control? How did it lose control? Mm. Come on. It entered our airspace. <laughs> yes! Yes! Because we have military bases on the moon that we designed with the Nazis. They're in the shape of swastikas. Look it up. They're there. They're in the exact same shape. And if you don't believe me that they build these things like swastikas, just take a look at Google Maps and uh, search DIA, Denver International Airport. It's literally in the shape of a swastika. symbol for peace yes and it's a modern day symbol for we've taken over the world and you will eat the bugs own nothing and be happy and give all your money to ukraine yeah we're gonna take all your money we're gonna give it to ukraine so they can embezzle it and snort coke uh and then we gotta save those nazis and then 10 percent gotta go to the big guy right always i saw a fella driving around in uh, traffic the other day had the ukraine flag across the windshield on the back of his truck. And then on the side had these two symbols that I am certain are Nazi symbols in Ukraine. Yeah, sounds about right. With a bumper sticker that said, Stand with Ukraine. And I admired this fella cruising around. He's probably hailed as a hero amongst his neighbors here in Denver, I, I can only assume. His neighbors probably all have their... Ukraine flags flying up proudly. <clears throat> I don't think people understand that if you're supporting Ukraine, you're supporting a country that is very much so a Nazi country. They are really Nazi. Like, they're way into it. Like, they have alternative Nazi symbols. That's how Nazi they are. <laughs> they have Nazis, Nazi. Nazi symbols you've never even seen before. Well, they haven't been exposed to the world yet, but it's coming. That's right, dude. <laughs> the uprising is coming. The Fourth Reich, if you will. Oh, that's right. Well, they live on the moon and Argentina. They Hitler escaped to Argentina. I think people need to realize that first and foremost. And then mm. uh, we scored all their awesome scientists, and we created the uh, <laughs> NASA space program. It's so funny. And then with that, we just blasted out of space a rocket that Russia sent over there. I'm telling you, man. There's Maybe. No... I don't know. That's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. It's kind of weird that we can't go back. Also crashed into the moon. Like, if something crashes into the moon, doesn't that kind of mess with the wobble and the way it kind of uh, goes around the Earth a little? How, how small do you think the moon is? <laughs> how big do you think the satellite is? Well, I believe the moon is a piece of cheese. <laughs> so it's a flat disc I mean just saying I gotta stick with my theories man <laughs> I, I promise you it would take a lot to, to move the, the moon yeah the moon is pretty big you're right that's a good call I, I'll uh, retract that question we'll cut it in post right team All right, perfect. <laughs> a little embarrassing 
But if I put four astronauts on there and they all start running in the same direction, will they change the spin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite understand how the moon works, but uh, <laughs> I'm definitely... Dude, at this point, we didn't go to the moon, right? Nobody can go. China's trying to go, Russia, we are, India, like, like nobody can get to the moon. There's just no good answer here. Either we never went or we are active. We are just definitely getting dumber. And our technology is worse? How is that possible? No, no, no. I think the technology is getting better but making us dumber. And so we just can't come back to the moon. Can't it's crazy. Can't come back to the moon, yeah. Like, we're yeah. at a point now where if Apollo 13 happened, they'd be dead. We'd be like, oh, they're gone. We can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but they would be able to jerk off to some great porn <laughs> during, during the last few hours, you know? <laughs> so, there's that. All right, Captain Lovell, uh, we've <laughs> decided we have no way to fix your oxygen levels dropping. Uh, but for the remainder of your three hours of life, we have this fantastic <laughs> pornography. We're going to beam straight to your... Uh, iPads. Be, they'd be like, all right, gentlemen, uh, go ahead and grab your VR goggles. <laughs> oh, the instructions are out here, how to fix the oxygen. Uh, yeah. No, you're just going to have to uh, go ahead and enjoy these last few hours. <laughs> God, Godspeed. <laughs> you know? Our team of crack scientists and astrophysicists couldn't come up with an answer to save your lives, but we did find excellent pornography for you guys to watch for the last three hours. Oh, no. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We found a way. We can beam the porn in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> you will see the pimples on that porn star's ass. Trust me. That's how a real American dies. <laughs> like, dude, this is, we can't go back to the moon. It's unbelievable. No, There's no, no. way, we either didn't go ever, and it was all just filmed by Stanley Kubrick and, and his actors in, in the studio there in L.A., or they did it in, you know, the deserts there and uh, whatever, the sand, you know, Death Valley. Or, uh, you're right, we have just gotten so dumb that we, we can't figure out how they did it. And, and they did it with, like, math. And like slide rulers, <laughs> like I know. geography, dude. No, no, <laughs> like, dude, dude, no I, I literally I watched it happen the other day. I watched it happen the other day. This guy, this this guy asked me like a million times if I know how to do this. Do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do this? And I just kept asking him, "Where are the directions?" He kept saying, "I don't know." And then <laughs> finally, after like three hours, I was like, "Don't you have a phone?" He's like, "Yeah." Doesn't that phone connect to the internet? Yeah. Oh wow. I, I I almost I could almost bet my life that if you go onto that phone with the internet and you Google the fucking name of the thing you're working on, you will be able to find the instructions. You know, like. No, I totally agree. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like now we have all of this there, but we're just so dumb we don't even know how to use it. We don't know how to access the info, <laughs> or to even th we we don't even not even the access the, we don't even know. How to tell ourselves what to do. Well, we can't you know? go back to the moon. We can't even do bus routing anymore. And it, did you, uh, over the weekend, I saw a funny uh, segment about AI bus routing gone haywire <laughs> in Kentucky. Yeah. Have you caught any of this action? It's so <laughs> fantastic. 
Like, we're so dependent on this new tech and AI, yet we can't even get bus routing correct. But somehow, folks, somehow 20 years ago, it was just a bus driver, and he had a map, and they mapped it out, and then they (laughs) went and picked up the kids. And then so, they gave him a map and a list of kids with their address. It's and how he fucking it went and picked them up. No AI needed. No, no algorithms, no. dude. No, but now we need it. And uh, kids aren't getting home till nine o'clock. This is one of the greatest stories of the year. Uh, AI, folks, it's the new tech. I appreciate the apology, but honey, you can stop now for real. Louisville parents packing into a school board meeting, left grappling with classes still canceled at the largest school system in the state. The truth is my mother said something to me a while back and she said, I'm so glad that you're sorry, but I just want you to change, so stop saying it. For Jefferson County Public Schools, a new AI-generated bus route hoped to alleviate the bus driver shortage seen in the district and across the nation. The busing isn't working. It hasn't worked since 2017. It didn't work this week, this past week. It was an epic failure. Instead, the new system didn't account for traffic patterns or additional stops, leaving students waiting for hours, some not getting home until nighttime. Still waiting on this bus at 9.10. I take responsibility (laughs) for not asking the tough questions and not being as involved in the oversight as I should have been. This year, drivers like Cameron Brown had nine different schools on his route. Nobody talked to us personally about it before they made the decision to do what they did. The district spent nearly $200,000 to hire Alpha Route using AI to overhaul their bus system. If they gave us bus drivers that money to split, like everybody here, here's a portion, here's a portion, here's a portion, you would A, have more probably bus drivers, okay? You'll have people wanting to work, willing to work. Bus drivers feel like what I'm doing right now isn't worth what I'm getting paid. In a written statement, the company said, we at Alpha Route have been working alongside the district to fix as many issues as possible as fast as possible. For Louisville residents, some Jefferson County schools will reopen Friday, more than a week after the transportation disruptions. I can say that this is absolutely unacceptable and that every single JCBS family deserves to have their child home before they eat dinner. The community demanding solutions so the students can get back. Hey, why don't you guys carpool? Start this... a carpool. Yeah, it's over right there, anyways. And yes, it's uh, so absurd, folks. Why did you use AI? I uh, do transportation myself these days, and we signed on with a company. Uh, they were helping out and doing algorithmic based kind of routing software. Uh, it was a fantastical disaster. And it would route drivers to other cities absolutely for no reason whatsoever. It's just uh, the using algorithms doesn't work. Using AI doesn't work. And you know what we've gone back to? The drivers right, route themselves. That's how the, it's the best way to do it. You take a look at where you got to go. You take a look at a map. You put in the addresses and you, see, you, you think about, well, let's take a look at what's going on with the traffic. Let's see what's happening here. I might stop here first. You, you need human, uh, you know, interaction to make things work on an efficient level. Th- this idea that we can just give up all of our processes to computers and AI is completely insane. It'll never work. Never. You, humans <laughs> okay. need to be involved. 
Because they are involved in the driving. They're the ones causing the traffic. They're the ones, you know what I mean? You can't, the, the computer doesn't know how to take that into account. How can the computer take into account anything with, you know, uh, the bus driver has to pick up, uh, you know, a disabled kid in a wheelchair, right? <laughs> that adds some extra time onto it, you know? And like, yeah, how about a freight train? Getting caught at the freight train. Oh, they had a little time on there. Oh, now there's an accident, and they're just uh, detouring everyone down the side road, right? It's just, uh, there, there's so many elements into it. I, I just, I love that people are so willing to just give up those natural instincts to the computer. And, you know, oh, I'm just no longer going to think about where I'm going. I'm going to let Google do it for me. Yeah, it's easier. It's easier, but it's... Almost dumber, and then look what happens. We talk about it all the time. You end up sitting in traffic with all the other zombies. <laughs> with all the fools, yeah, who can't go to the moon. That's right, dude. <laughs> we can't go back to the moon. We can't even route buses anymore. We're, again, I'm talking about shit we did in the 50s. We were allegedly. blasting rockets. <laughs> allegedly, man, yeah. Well, are, are we at... Uh, well. Not moon visits aside, we were uh, you know aviators and space travelers allegedly, uh, maybe within the firmament, but we were cruising up into the the space and uh, we were doing stuff in the fifties and sixties, and also in the fifties and sixties. This might sound crazy to a lot of people out there. We were doing bus routes without AI. It's nuts. <laughs> It's so the nuts. It home. They got home like at four o'clock. I would take the bus and we'd be back home by like four o'clock. To be fair, though, that was in the days when people had jobs and actually wanted to work. And, uh, you know, we had bus drivers. Yeah, there could be a bus driver shortage. That's possible. That's, that's what they said in the clip. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it has a lot more to do. Uh, I think the routing is absolutely hilarious. And, yeah, there's a shortage yeah. as well, but, you know. Uh, drive your own kids, people. Yeah, you know, we used to do that. People are overworked. People got the double job going on, right? They, you know, There's low unemployment. The Biden administration loves to tout the low <laughs> we, unemployment. Dude, we walked to elementary school and then rode our bikes the rest. Yeah, it was great, dude. It was great exercise. You got to bond with the buddies uh, down the street, you know, uh, get into a little trouble once in a while on the way back from home, you know, like... It, it was good in the spring and in the fall and, you know. Rough in the winter. Rough in the winter, but we still, uh, there were days where we, we we worked it out, you know, trucked, trucked it through the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you would have to take the bus, though, and we had the bus route. And I distinctly remember the bus routes were based around, you know, you got the one spot and it was up to the kid to walk to the bus stop, right? Yeah, right. And then everybody's at that one bus stop, and the bus driver can make one big pickup. I thought that's kind of how uh, things used to roll. So I have every, they have one every couple blocks. All right, well, you know, it's just the way it is now. Kids aren't getting to school. Uh, good thing we have lockdowns coming our way, folks. They're going to do COVID uh, 2.0, and uh, they'll lock everyone down. Then the parents won't have to you know, mess with waiting for the kids to get back home from school because they shut down the schools, right? That's what, that's what yeah. they want to do. That's The teachers have been dying for another lockdown. There's probably a lot of people out there that have been wanting the lockdown life. Lockdown life is great for those in the society here who love to be sedentary and hang out and play the video games and watch the Netflix streaming and all that 
jazz, right? They're they're really into the <clears throat> I'm not going to leave the house. So if everybody's not leaving the house, then I'm part of the in crowd, right? Everybody's not leaving the house. But now yeah, you just give them one excuse and they they that's it. They're a hermit. They love it. Get out the pajama pants. It's crazy how <laughs> quick people want were to embrace the lockdown lifestyle. <clears throat> and if they were to be like, oh, you know, bringing back the lockdowns, man, there's a little chunk of folk out there, a, lo- a nice percentage, I know, that are just like, ooh, nice. I can go back to, uh, you know, living the dream, drinking all day and eating crap and watching TV and playing video games and doing the dances on TikTok and Zoom meetings with friends. And, you know, people secretly, I think, don't like to go out, actually. They don't like to do stuff. They would rather just, like, uh, hang out at home and do the Zoom thing. The Zoom thing was great. Yeah. People fucking loved doing the Zoom stuff. I Zoom, to me, was the worst part of the whole pandemic, honestly. The, oh, now we got to go do this Zoom thing, and we got to, you know, celebrate and have a good time. Woo, we're all having fun. <laughs> we're in the lockdown. Yeah, Zoom in. Yeah, man. Uh, I never had to do a Zoom call. It's so funny. I love being a plumber. I did the Never Zoom. Never do any of that stupid shit. I did the Zoom stuff, you know, and we had the backyard, and I, uh, when the lockdowns happened, my initial instinct, immediately, I said to Emma, we're ordering a bar, and we ordered an outdoor tiki bar for the backyard, and I set it up like a bar with a mini TV and, like, the whole, the whole thing. I had the whole setup because I knew that they weren't, they were going to, do it for the long haul. And I was right, man. They they did the lockdown. Then they did the soft open, remember? There was a mini soft open. Then they did the second lockdown right before Christmas. Yeah. Right? And then uh, after that, places started kind of not uh, buying into it. But I distinctly remember, you know, <clears throat> the bar life will never be the same, at least for a while. It's the new normal, right? That's what they were selling us. <laughs> That's what they were hoping for. <clears throat> the new normal. <clears throat> and so, you know, I really, the first thing I, I thought was, I got to create my own bar in the backyard. I got to have my own place where I can feel like I'm engaging in a bar experience. Because there's a social element there. And it was fun having people over and, Everyone always laughed at the bar, like, oh, you know, well, you got the TV and, you know, all that stuff and the shaker and, you know, all the... But, dude, it was... That was psychologically... If you really think about it, they wanted to strip that away from people, the community feeling, you know? There, there's a community aspect to the bar and, like, uh, the, the the killing of the bar and the churches, uh, let's all... They, we like to forget that they weren't letting people go to church for a long yeah, time. Yeah. That's how they have to, that's how they control you is they have to separate you from your community. Yes, dude. So the closing of the bars, the closing of the churches, these are, these are communal places where, you know, you could put aside your differences and be together as a community. No, no, no. No, we're going to shut those down. We're not going to let you have that. And uh, I, I, I just, you know, I hope everybody's prepared. They're going to try it again, man. I, I, you know, they got this this election coming around and. It feels off. They're, Joe Biden's not running, but he is. He's not even trying. No, he's not even trying. That is crazy. Really creepy. The fact that you think, I mean, he didn't even really try in 2020. No, he did he those weird press ops where you would have people in those 
chalked out circles. Remember that? Like 10 yeah, feet oh, apart, yeah. like 30 of them. And that was like his, his big thing. It, 81 million votes, though. Very popular guy, apparently. But, dude, all, those uh, circles I'll never forget. And you know what? Maybe that's what they need. During that time, dude, he never left the basement. Remember that? He was yeah, that old. was it. He didn't really ask. He didn't have to answer questions. Always in the basement. They did the circles. Everyone's in the mask. Very dystopian. Uh, even his inauguration, people kind of forget. A very dystopian, creepy experience. Cold and lifeless. Not a lot of people involved. And they need that again. They need an excuse for Joe Biden to have no crowds at his events or to have no events, right? I mean, the actors they have not doing a good job. The masks keep falling off a little bit, getting a little droopy <laughs> around the neck whenever they scratch the area, right? I mean, you know, we're starting to catch on. These are some actors we got going on here. So, you know, it seems appropriate that, okay, we're going to bring out the COVID. We're going to shut everything down, lock people into their homes, and everyone's do the mail-in voting. We can get the 10,000 mules to stuff the ballot boxes, and old Joe can mosey back in or whoever we have playing him. Uh, and we can dominate for the next four years. 